The Athletic. So the Real Madrid boss Carlo Ancelotti believes that Spanish football has a racism problem after the abuse his star player Vinicius Junior has been targeted with in recent weeks. Is Ancelotti right? And if so, what are La Liga and Real Madrid doing about it? I'm Mark Chapman. This is the Athletic Football Podcast. Casimiro went to Valverde. Quite an effective passage of play that from Real Madrid. Valverde then drives it in and they go ahead. Vinicius Junior. The Stade de France erupts with white delight and Vinicius Junior fires Real Madrid in front of the Champions League final. So for this one, we're joined by the Athletics, Dermot Corrigan and Mario Cortejana. Dermot, start with you about where Vinicius Junior is now in the pantheon of La Liga players. He's right up there as one of the, the best La Liga players, one of the most important of the new generation of stars, I guess. After Cristiano and Messi had left, then you have people like like Modric and Cruz and Benzema at, at Madrid and Busquets, Pique, Jordi Alba at Barcelona. But... Vinicius has come in as maybe the the non-Spanish player who is now the biggest young emerging superstar for La Liga, maybe along with Pedri and Gavi at Barcelona. But he's won the Champions League, scored in the final, plays for Brazil in the World Cup. Still very young, still getting better. Thrilling player to watch as well. You know, excites fans, well, excites Madrid fans a lot and neutral some opposition fans, not not so much maybe. But he's right up there as the, the emerging superstar that La Liga has. But Mario, if you're looking at it from a La Liga perspective and they are trying to market their league again and get it up to a, a, a level where there are plenty of eyeballs outside of Spain on it, he is very much going to be, as Dermot says, one of the faces of the next, well, they would hope, the next decade. La Liga are losing a lot of uh, top players uh, in the last years, uh, especially those who are joining the Premier League. And La Liga now has, have Vinicius like one of uh, their main stars, Mario, how, how would you say he has developed at Real Madrid as a player? Uh, at the beginning, he was a football player who made a lot of mistakes. So a lot of people, uh, both uh, from the supporters and on the media, uh, were um, regularly like like uh, making jokes about him. And when he started to perform better, I think some people, they seem to be frustrated because because Vinicius is playing now very, at, at a very top level. Was there a moment, Dermot, where people went, that's why they signed him? Or, or was it a, a sort of gradual improvement? No, it definitely was. At the start of last season, when Carlo Ancelotti took, took over as coach, like the previous year, he wonders Zidane, he'd been in and out of the team sometimes. And he, as Mario said, the what. He was kind of famous for like sprinting down the wing, maybe doing a couple of bicycles, beating a, beating the fullback, and then crossing into the stand or, or missing simple chances. So everybody could see that he, you know, he had natural ability, but they weren't sure what he had the composure to to make to be a decisive player. And suddenly at the start of last season, he scored 
uh, game against Levante. He scored two amazing goals. The I remember watching the TV and Jorge Valdano, who's ex-Madrid player and coach and sporting director and huge figure here in Spain, said, like, it looks like he's learned how to finish in a day. And everybody just kind of started laughing on the, the TV. But it, it did seem like there was a, a click had happened, whether, like, thanks to Ancelotti, thanks to the people around him. Vinicius himself obviously gets a lot of the credit for this. But he suddenly realized, maybe he, he got more confidence. He suddenly realized what a good player he could be. And from then on, he's been fantastic. His connection with Benzema became much better, whereas before... It was a feeling that Benzema didn't always pass him the ball because he was afraid of what might happen. Whereas now the team were looking for him. Ancelotti set the tactics up to sit a bit deeper, to play on the break, take advantage of his amazing pace. And they just wouldn't have done that before because, you know, you wouldn't have been able to rely on him. Whereas now you were. And that went all the way through to the end of the season where they won La Liga and the Champions League and he scored in the final. So in 12 months, he went from somebody who, you know, they'd spent a lot of money on, was obviously um, a big bet that the, the club had made. But people were wondering whether it was going to work out or not to suddenly, look, we've got one of the best young players in the world now and we're going to take advantage of him. Off the pitch, what's he like, Mario? Is he is he very visible in Madrid? Does he keep himself to himself? He's surrounded by some close friends from his childhood, from Brazil. Also people from his staff. He goes to, to have dinner uh, sometimes, but he prefers to stay at home with his people everyone who has uh, has been with with him they the same that he he's a lovely um funny guy he's left nike hasn't he i mean you wrote, you wrote about this earlier this week or maybe well certainly at the beginning of, of this month uh, when he wore plain black boots for the first half of a La Liga game. Why is he left Nike, and is there going to be some massive deal coming his way that befits his status? It's just not about money, which is important, but not just not just about money, but about the uh, importance. Uh, for example, um, during the World Cup or, or before the World Cup, Vinicius wasn't one of the main uh, iconic uh, players from uh, Brazil players. Something that surprised even at the CBF, he scored the, the key goal in a Champions League final just like four or five months ago. He also feels that um, he's very concerned about the situation, about racism, about uh, uh, poor people in his country and so on, and that uh, Nike is not uh, looking at that. He, he wants like to be a, an icon to be involved in with with people with people who who need the who need the help and Nike uh, wasn't uh, wasn't paying attention to that. And will Vinicius try to attack or take into the corner? No, I think he fancies a goal, doesn't he? He's going on and on and on and scores another solo goal from a Brazilian. Vinicius on target again, and that is game set and match. He's hugely marketable. He has become one of the best players in La Liga, probably one of the faces, Dermot, of, of Real Madrid as well. Um, he's he's a he's a winger, and wingers will always attract the attention of opposition fans, partly because they're on the touchline, part, partly because they'll have all the fancy tricks and opposition fans uh, have a go at them. Is it? It's understandable, before we get on to the the racial side of things is it understandable that he has been targeted by away fans in, in my head it's difficult to divorce it from the racial side of things at, at the minute because of all this happened but yeah like flashy wingers who take people on who you know can embarrass defenders at times 
and can score goals out of nothing, can embarrass teams at times, get it, get abuse from fans. That's that's been going on as long as as football has, I guess. And the same as in in England and in other countries, there is a a tradition of cheering the fullback gives the the winger a bit of a kick, and you know the the home fans like that. They don't they, they kind of identify with the 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 more um agricultural methods of the of the defender as opposed to with the and if it's a, a guy who's come from abroad as well sometimes the Brazilians the same as in in other countries have a have a reputation maybe for being a bit flashy for for showing off for trying to to embarrass opponents maybe humiliate as well sometimes I'm not saying Vinicius does that but that's the the kind of the the image that that flashy wingers might have and yeah, in, in this case, it, it, it definitely is true. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to separate the two, but what I suppose I was asking was, was he always targeted with the abuse of away fans that has now tipped into racial abuse? Or has the racial abuse always been there, but is now only being spoken about? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think it part of it goes to what, what Mario said before, in that people weren't that... People used to like to laugh at, at Vinicius, opposition fans as well. Even Madrid fans at, at the Bernabeu, there was a, a sense of, oh, look, he's done it again. Like he, it's it's been a, such a he's got himself into such a great position. He he's he's done everything perfectly. And um, also he gets everybody knows he cost a lot of money. He's on decent wages, all, all of that that thing. And then it was look, it was a kind of a within the media and um also amongst opposition fans, even some Madrid fans, he was a little bit of a figure of fun. When it took them so they were used to kind of joking about him or cheering him, I guess. Then they were surprised when it, when things took off and he suddenly started to, to be great for them. So maybe that's a hard click to for people to, to manage in their heads. First reported, like it's hard to know because um with these things all the incidents are, are never reported. But the first reported issue of abuse came before he had kind of taken off a, a, as a good player. But it really got worse um, last season as he was developing and, and suddenly starting to annoy people a lot more with his goals. Uh, breaking news from Spain ahead of the Madrid derby in the Copa del Rey tonight at the Bernabeu. What appears to be an effigy of Vinicius Junior has been hung from a bridge in Madrid with a banner which says in Spanish, Madrid hates Real Madrid. Uh, Vinicius Junior, you might recall, was racially abused during the game between these two clubs in September. What's been happening to him, Mario? What kind of abuse has he been subjected to? It all started in November 2021 uh, at the Camp Nou, and uh, people there uh, called him monkey. Then it has happened four more times, I think. It was at uh, Mallorca. Uh, back in in March uh, 2022, then at the Kivitas Metropolitano, uh, then at Torrilla, uh, Valladolid uh, Stadium, and again uh, at Mallorca. And the 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 behavior or the shouts w- were have been always the same. Monkey go to to carry or to pick up uh, bananas, uh, donkey and. Things like that. So what have La Liga done about it? That strikes me as the first organisation to go to here. It's been six times that uh, La Liga have reported that, but uh, without success. La Liga can make a complaint to the... If, if there's a, an audio is heard of, of somebody making a, a racial... racially abusing a player, 
then La Liga can send that audio to the local police, the local prosecutor's office. And then it's up to the local prosecutor's office to, to find out who that person was, identify the, the individual involved, and then bring charges against that person. It's tough because the law in Spain, it's not like there's a, a really clear law that says like racist abuse at a football game. And then this is the the penalty for that. So they have to to kind of work within the, the laws as they are for, for abuse or for antisocial behavior. Is there a racist abuse law because surely no. if there's a race there's no racist abuse law in spain no it comes within like that's that's one of the problems is that it's hard to to prosecute such a thing because the law is not very clear um and it's not would well i would argue it needs to be updated quite quickly um or should have been a long time ago but yeah it, it's not there's not a clear like Shouting racist views at somebody and then there's a penalty for it that is not in the Spanish legal. I bet that you will consider very surprising, at least that uh, after what happened at the Kivitas Metropolitano, I, I think the word is the, the prosecutor, did not, uh, didn't do more because they, they said that it just lasts uh, a few yeah. seconds. So it's like if you, if you call uh, someone monkey, but it's just maybe 10 seconds, okay? It's okay for, for, for here in Spain. But may, maybe if the, if the shout uh, have uh, less, last uh, one minute, maybe they have done something more. It's like there is a, there's a statement from the, the public prosecutor in Madrid when we saw like every footage of it went around the world of the videos of the like dozens of, it's hard to say exactly how many, but lots of Atletico Madrid fans um, shouting Vinicius is a monkey outside the stadium in September. That that footage was then passed by by La Liga and by everybody to to the Madrid prosecutor's office. They took three months or so to come back and then issued a statement saying that yes, it was disrespectful, it was unfortunate, but you have to take into account that it's in a, a highly competitive nature of a football match between two groups and that. Uh, it didn't last long, didn't really last long enough and that these things happen kind of. And that 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 was the official statement that came from the, the prosecutor's office in Madrid, which I guess, like I've lived in Spain about 12 years and it wasn't a huge surprise to me. It's still shocking, if not surprising, if you know what I mean. And for people, you know, in, in the UK or in lots of other countries, it, it's difficult to understand, but it did happen. So this is a spine. Yeah. Today, 2022, 2023, this is a Spain. I'd never heard about this uh, until, uh, like, no law or or what the what the prosecutor's reasoning was for not taking it any further. So, uh, I'm shocked and surprised by the people who are by, as I would imagine, the people listening are to this. If the prosecutor wanted to go ahead and and prosecute somebody under the current laws, they could. It's not that. It's not that sure. the law says that racial, like racial abuse, is okay. So it, it's up to the the person themselves, the prosecutor's office, and I guess the the guidance that they get, whether it's political guidance or social guidance or, or legal guidance on on which cases they take. Because people take cases in Spain under Spanish law. Um, there's like rappers who have gone to jail for insulting the king. Um, oh wow! Well, as long it, as they've it, gone to it, jail for that, it, it depends on. Yeah, it depends on your political views and on who's who's um, uh, who has the power within the society and who ends up getting charged for these things. And Vinicius, I can understand if he's very frustrated because he, in these cases, it shows that he doesn't have very much power, that the, the system that is there is not protecting him at all. Does it allow, Mario, the clubs involved to really not do 
much because they can they can hide behind the public prosecutor, can't they? Have have the club have the clubs involved done anything? Not as much necessary. Uh, I'm missing, for example, from Real Madrid to to be a stronger. Uh, I think that uh, Carlo Ancelotti is doing really well. Is he's doing as a Real Madrid coach has to be. But uh, for example, and we have talked about that uh, previously, uh, the club published a statement defending Zidane, something that, of course, of course Zidane fully deserved. But when he had that, that problem with the French Federation, because he's, he's president, but Real Madrid have not published uh, statements each time that uh, Vinicius uh, have, has suffered uh, racist abuse. So, and I think that the uh, other other interesting point is, anyway, is that Vinicius has done with a statement. He just wants uh, the law and the and La Liga and Spanish Federation to punish people, to send uh, people to jail, and and so on. But at least I think that Real Madrid at least should have published statements about that. Well, that that was actually, I was just going to get some clarification on, on what Real Madrid have, have done here, Dermot, because they're operating within a Spanish system with the racism discussion being brought about by their manager, who is actually Italian. So how how have Real Madrid navigated this? I think Real Madrid would would like not to have to delve too deeply into into it into it because it's such a, a thorny a thorny issue they would like the, for la liga to to deal with it, for the spanish federation to deal with it um or for the the legal system hellfire is this is this everybody every, sorry I, I know this isn't your fault but honestly when you hear this for the first time it's like good yeah. god is this is this it sounds to me like every single organization involved in this is expecting that somebody else deals with it yeah well, and that and that's and nothing has been done so far because it's been more than a year of of different incidents in stadiums which Vinicius has had to to live with. While at the same time he gets a some support from within Spanish football, but not very much. It's not like there's been a an outpouring of support from other clubs either, from um, teammates or from rivals. You know, saying that this just has to stop. There's a lot of like. We wish it didn't happen. Um, it's a pity for football. It would be great if we could all just like focus on scoring goals and and not worry, not have to worry about this type of thing. But actually, people coming forward and saying this has to stop. These is like racism is super bad. Spanish football has a big problem with it. Vinicius is suffering really badly for it. That type of thing doesn't get said enough. Ancelotti is the one person at Madrid who has is a he's a very skillful communicator Ancelotti and he, he's he's very good at his job and yesterday I think was the strongest that he has come out and said that something has to be done about this yeah it's it, it would be nice if from the very top of Real Madrid Florentino Perez was to make a statement about it and and say something but he hasn't done that Javier Tebas the, the league president ha, comes has said that you know racism is is a disgrace and has to be stopped and, and all that type of thing but actually dealing with it yet um yeah, nobody has taken control of the situation. And, and until they do, Mario, finally, it will just continue, won't it? As Carlo Ancelotti told yesterday to the media and to the supporters yesterday at the press conference, um, I'm sad to say that it's a problem that um, 
will not be will not finished will not be finished in the short time i guess and i think that authorities we 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 can blame authorities even maybe real madrid because for example when they were very quick to publish a statement also when marca uh, published a story a news that they consider and maybe it was a fake news so it's it's very surprising what's happening that's why Vinicius is so so sad and so disappointed because it's like if sometimes um they the spanish football in general um seems to have problems uh, regarding publishing a statement what could i expect about they doing real things to solve this problem mario dermot thank you very much for joining us on this podcast uh, and thanks to you for listening we will see you soon the athletic <laughs>